Sold his first company for a couple million back in 2016, now focused on uh, Checkly. Uh, again, helping make a uh, checklist and the ability to build a checklist for free with no signup, super easy. Working and trying to figure out a paid model. Launched this one in 2016. Two people, himself and an engineer full-time. They've got about 200 customers paying six bucks a month for sort of 1,200 bucks a month right now. But they have 80 to 90,000 total users that have signed up for the platform to give it a go. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Marvin Russell. He's the former CEO of a top digital marketing agency in Chicago and founder of My Site Auditor, a SaaS startup. He grew to over 20 languages around the world. Both were successfully acquired. Today, he's the current chief checklist maker at Checkly.com, a new and simple way to make and share checklists. Marvin, are you ready to take us to the top? I sure am. Let's do it. All right. So I think the name is pretty self-explanatory. I mean, am I missing anything? It's checklists. Yeah, it's Checkly. It's just like Checklist without the uh, ST. It's a sh- nice, short, simple domain name. But yeah, that's it. Checkly.com. Just like Pepsi, you know, with the, the end, ending the I, but Checkly. Sure. How do you... So so this space is notoriously really difficult. Like if you asked who's winning like the, the to-do list kind of app space, people could reel off maybe 10, 20 different answers. Oh, after the agency and after your other company exiting them, why decide to jump into this space and compete here? Uh, Simple. As an entrepreneur, my head is everywhere. I've got a million things on my mind at all times. And there was no go-to super simple checklist maker out there that I could find. There is a lot of to-do list makers out there, but they make you sign up for stuff. They're complicated. They're bloated. They have way too many features. I wanted something super simple, super quick, and super fast. So I ended up building one for myself. And then that kind of just took off. And is it a free tool or is it a kind of what's your revenue model if you have one? It is free. You can use, you can make unlimited checklists all day, every day for free. But when you, if you want to sign up and store those checklists and come back and manage them later, there is a small fee. So it, it's a, it's a freemium model. You can make unlimited free checklists, but there's added features on that. You can pay a small monthly fee to get more features. I see. And when you look across just your paid customer base on average, what's the customer paying per month for that, those paid features? Um, on average, they're probably paying about $5 per month. We have a personal plan and a business plan. So the business plan is a little bit more expensive. It gives you unlimited uh, collaboration with unlimited other team members and the smaller personal plans, five bucks. So it averages eh, probably more closer to six or $7 per month. Okay. Got it. And uh, put this on a timeline for us. When did you launch? What year? Uh, 2016. 2016. Okay, good. And then fast forward to today. So is it just you kind of doing this thing with contractors or have you hired a few people? What's the team look like? I have a small investor. I work for, I, I do a little bit of consulting for a private equity firm, one of the same firms that bought my last software company, MySet Auditor. And they wanted to stay in the business with me. They, they told me like, we want to be in the Marvin business, whatever you're working on, can we work on it with you? So I had a small little investment um, to help pay for uh, a junior developer, I'll call it, but he's more senior now. But I have one developer uh, who is my lead senior engineer, if you will, but he does all the tech stuff and I do all the business design strategy. I mean, you name it, all the other stuff. So he does tech. I do everything else. Okay. So call it two of you guys, both in Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both of us in Chicago. That's great. And then, so what have you scaled to today over the past two years in terms of paying customers? Well, we just, we were a hundred percent free up until this year and we had about 80 or 90,000 members. And the, and the cool thing about us is the way we find all of our members is we're ranked literally if you go to Google and search checklist, we're usually number one or number two. And we've got about 90,000 members around the world. And we just added that paid model on, um, that you can pay seven, uh, five, I'm sorry, five ninety nine or nineteen dollars per month. And we now we are up to a few hundred members that are paying on average that we talked about before, but a few hundred out of that ninety thousand, and that's growing like crazy. Okay, so I mean, can we say two hundred? Is that fair? 
Uh, probably just under 200. But like I said, it's a brand new paid option. It's working so far, but we're just at 200. By the end of the month, we'll be over 200. Yeah, no, no. I, by the way, I think this is great. I want to dive into it, right? So 200 customers, uh, six bucks a pop. So call it 1200 bucks per month right now in revenue. Um, what month exactly did you turn on that paywall? Um, we turned it on. We tested a bunch of different pricing models, but the pricing model that we're on right now happened around midsummer, and we've been tweaking ever since. So it's been a few months, um, a few tweaks in pricing, but we're we're kind of locked in with what we're doing now. To walk me through that process, there's a lot of people that build a user base. They go through the same process. I mean, and they struggle with things like, well, what test do I run? Do I double price? Do I cut it in half? What do I do? So, so what tests have you run so far, and and why did you end up at six bucks a month? Well, the first question we had was, should we charge a trial should we ask people for a credit card before they start their trial that was the first question should we let the, let them do the trial with, with or without a credit card we tested both and with the credit card got way more conversions for us because on our model free conversions are paid uh the i'm sorry free conversions are paid yeah um, it's well paid conversions. Yeah. I'm talking about paid conversions. All of our trials have paid conversions. So the, the unique thing about, Wait, sorry, Marvin, hold on. I don't follow that at all. So, so if you sign up for a, a free trial with a credit card at the beginning, they don't all convert into paid at the end. No, that's, I'm sorry. Maybe I misunderstood the question. Um, yes, you can sign up for a trial. Well, the way Checkly works is really different than a lot of other checklist apps out there. Right when you get to Checkly, you can make a free checklist. You don't have to log in. You don't have to sign up. You don't have to do anything. You can just start making a checklist right from the home screen. And at that point, you can do whatever you want. You can share that checklist. You can download it. You can save it. But you also have the option to to your account, create an account and come back and manage it later. If you do that, there's a trial sign up and you get a seven day trial. You have to pop in your credit card. If you choose to stay after that seven days, then we ding your credit card and we move forward. And we've tested that out before with and without the credit card and with the credit card helps us get way more conversions. People commit more. They're more anxious. They like, they, they've, told themselves they like this, the site enough that they're going to continue paying. So we ask for that credit card now up front. Yeah, Marvin, just to be clear, it, you, when you say more conversions, you're you're not saying that you get more people converting from uh, free to a seven-day trial with a credit card at the beginning. You're saying more people convert from a trial to paid if you ask for the credit card up front. Yes, we, we, have, we, have, we, have, we have a higher conversion rate, I should say. Not more conversions, but a higher rate. Yeah, I know. I'm just asking about what rate in the funnel. It's not the free to seven day trial. It's the seven day to a paid. That is a conversion rate that's going higher if you ask for credit card at the beginning. Is that right? Yes. Okay. The, the flip side of that is, well, how, what, how many less pay, you know, sign up opportunities are you getting because you require credit card at the beginning? So did you run a test where you didn't have a credit card at the start? We did run the test. I don't have those numbers off the top of my head, um, but we did we did test back and forth. All I can tell you is the, the the one that we landed on, which was asking for the credit card up front, ended up giving us more paid conversions. So we ended up sticking with that. We tested two models. We tested different pricing models, and we tested whether or not we're going to ask for a credit card at the beginning of a trial. And the asking for the bigger asking for the credit card definitely led to a higher conversion rate that got us more paid members in the end because the people who weren't willing to put their credit card in, they weren't really serious customers and they might've, you know, for whatever reason, um, didn't continue using our software for whatever reason. So once we got them to commit with a credit card, it, our conversion rates were a lot better. Marvin, it's interesting though how you phrase that because no one ever talks about the upper, the lost opportunity cost because you can't see it, right? So the lost opportunity cost in this case is, well, yeah, they might not be your perfect paid customer, but it's because they didn't get to use all their all your features because you required a credit card. The flip side is, well, if they use some of the, those features and they got addicted, well, maybe they would have been paid. So how do you balance? I mean, this is emotion. By the way, there's not a perfect answer here, but how do you balance this kind of very emotional tug of war? 
Well, we, the, the thing we wanted to do is we knew that people were going to give us a credit card and sign up for a trial if they got to test our software. And that's how Checkly is different. Than, if you go to every single Checklist software that you can find right now on the web, every single one of them is going to ask you to sign up and start for the free trial from the moment you get to the website. We don't do that. When you get to our website, you can make a checklist. You can make a free checklist that's live on the web. It's a private link that only you get. You can play around with that checklist for an hour or two hours. You can come back and edit it. But the moment you hit that save button, that's when we ask you for a credit card to save it and manage it and come back later. That's what differentiates us from every single person, every other company out there, is we do that. We we let you play with the site before you even have to sign up. Yeah. We let you make checklists before you have to sign up. And that builds value for our customers. And they know they play with the tool. They love it. And they're like, yeah, let's put in a credit card. Let's let's move forward. Let me keep managing and editing this checklist. Marvin, that's my exact point is that you put those things like managing and saving behind the credit card wall. What I'm trying to say is how do you measure how many people would have paid if they had access to those currently gated features? Right now, they don't have the opportunity to even use those gated features. Um, that's something that we're actually testing right now. I'm, I'm actually meeting with a conversion rate optimization consultant actually today at two o'clock um, to help us understand how to test those options better and look at the actual data so we can go back and forth because we are pretty much a young company. And I think that's definitely one of our weaknesses that we could test a lot of things more and look at data more, but we're bringing in a side consultant that I literally, we have a meeting today at two o'clock um, with that consultant to uh, kind of help us look at the numbers and decide what make better decisions in the future. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a question. If you, what's your goal with like, uh, what's like a revenue target where if you grow this company to and make you really happy? Well, my last software company got up to 40K MRR. And that's, that's, the, that's the thing that, that people don't understand about this. <clears throat> I have a lot of revenue goals, and that's great. My, you know, I'd love to get this company to 10K MRR in the next, uh, by 2019. However, the, the, the thing that's different about my companies and my software companies that we've been able to do is we have no overhead and we have no customer uh, acquisition costs. So whereas other software companies are paying for ads and doing all these things to get customers in the door, we have none of that. We have zero customer acquisition costs. So our revenue doesn't have to be, you know, like 100K MRR or, or whatever the case is. We're just trying to grow at a modest rate and trying to figure out different ways to do add-ons. So to answer your question, it's, it's we want to get to 10K MRR and then sometime in mid to early 2019. Yeah. Marvin, those two things, by the way, are directly correlated, right? If you follow the thesis that the person that can spend the most for a customer wins the customer, whoever has the most revenue or has or has raised the most capital can spend the most to get the to-do list customer and then their revenue grows as a result. So like those things are directly correlated. They could be, but when you have insanely awesome, amazing search engine positioning like we do, um, why would you spend money on a customer when you don't have to? If you literally type in the word checklist, we're in the number one or number two spot. Free checklist, we're in the number one or number two spot. We get tens of thousands of people every single month that come to our site because they typed in the word checklist into Google and they got to our site. So th that's the same thing that happened with my site auditor. We were on page one for free SEO audit, free site audit. And again, we get endless free customers looking for exactly what we do. And there's just no need to pay for those to, to pay for those customers when they're coming to us and they're targeted. If we put an ad up right now and we were like advertising on Facebook, people that type in the word productivity or something like that, they're not looking for checklists at that moment. We get almost every 
apps in checklist into Google, they come to our site first. We beat out everybody. There's not one to-do list maker or checklist maker out there that beats us in that space. I guess that's that's my background. And I guess that gives us a huge competitive advantage. But I definitely see your point. You know, paying cust I mean, people it definitely helps you build a better you know, customer base by understanding who's going to pay for what. But if we don't have to, why should we? No, no, Marvin, I get that. By the way, you're, this is clearly a skill set you have. Both those terms, when I type them in, you guys do rank number one. But even that, there's a lot of you listening right now that says, damn, I would like, I wish I could rank number one. Our revenue would increase in millions if we did that. that That's my point though, right? Is like people don't pay for to-do list apps. That's like my whole thing is like, why, why not use this amazing SEO talent you have and go spend it on an industry and a market that you know is a multi-billion dollar business? Well, checklists are very personal to me. I've had, I've suffered from like severe, like ADHD. I've suffered from severe anxiety my entire life. And instead of taking Ritalin or like Adderall, what I've been able to do is make checklists. And that's been my, you know, since I'm 41 years old, since I was 22, I've just made checklists. And that's my, that's my drug of choice. Instead of the Ritalin, the Adderall to keep me focused, I make a checklist every single morning. And my goal is, is to make that experience to replicate that experience for entrepreneurs all over the world. So you can use our site software for free. There's just paid add-ons that if you want more features and more options, just like a lot of tools out there. So I guess I'm pretty passionate about checklists. It's a personal thing for me. And that's why I'm, I, you're right. There's a lot of competition out there, but it's a passion of mine and why not focus on your passion? Yeah, no, look, there's nothing wrong with your passion. It's just passions don't always lead to profits. And that's what I'm trying to get at, right? Is what, what are you trying to build or optimize for? Um, I've, I've interviewed probably, I would say two dozen kind of to-do list or checklist app companies and they, they're all struggling, uh, I mean, drastically, uh, because it's just, it, it's being commoditized. Apple's releasing products like this, you know, note you're competing with like, you know, Google docs, right? These all, all these kind of weird competitors that are not meant for to-do lists, but that people use for to-do lists. Well, let me give you a, a competitive advantage, something that differentiates us from everybody else out there. One thing that nobody else is doing that we're doing, um, well, I see a people, couple, some people trying to tap into this market, but we've dominated it so far. We let you publish your checklist. So if you're a company or a brand, you can go to Checkly, create an account and make a checklist for a sales agenda or make a checklist for a drone or make a checklist for anything you can think of. And you can hit the word publish. And if you hit the word publish, it goes it, it publishes live on our, our, our on Checkly. It's free for anybody on the Web, anybody in Google to copy and use that checklist. I just many can't think of a day. use case where I would do that. Like I'm trying to put myself in your shoes. And those examples you just gave, I use like Monday.com for that. Right. If I want to do something with my team and publish it to the team and work together on it on that to do list, I use Monday or Basecamp or Trello. That's the, here's the other good news about that is that any checklist that you publish live, you can track how many times people copy it, how many times people download the PDF. And if you look at our checklists up on, if you go to checkly.com and you look at the published checklist out there, they have thousands, hundreds and thousands of different um, copies and PDFs. People are Here's the other good thing is well, why is that important? Right? That's what I'm trying to say. Why? Like I'm looking at 2018 Hallmark Christmas movies list and schedule 4,000 views. It's at your popular templates right now. Like, okay, so what? Like, how, how is that important for, I don't, I just don't understand how it leads to a business. It builds brand awareness. So look at the company that's behind that. Look at, click on their GGC. Um, yeah. Yeah. So look how many uh, PDF downloads they have. Look how many copy of checklist copies they have. Look how many views of their branding they have. Think about Checkly as, as, uh, is, 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 Slideshare for checklists, right? It's YouTube for checklists. You can share 
unlimited checklist out with the world and anybody can copy them. When they copy them, they can see your brand like, oh, wow, XYZ company made this. Who is XYZ company? What's what's their URL? Oh, here it is. Let me click on it and go to their website. It's a way to also build your brand by sharing your most important checklist. I'll give you another example. I'm sure you're familiar with Neil well, Patel. Hold on, wait. I want to focus. I want to stay focused on this one though real quick because we're. I think this is a good conversation. So GGC, this is, I'm on our profile right now, a girl's guide to Chicago. And you've, you've said this is like a, a perfect example. She's one of your popular users, 68 templates, 3,900 copies saved, 6,000 PDF downloads and 57,000 views on her, on her things. But I'm on her profile. She has five followers. Yeah, the followers aren't, that's just something we just added recently um, to the uh, site. But now think about it like this. When you type in Hallmark movie schedule, which a million people a month are doing right now because it's a huge season for that, her checklist is coming up as one of the top results in Google now. So not only is she building her brand awareness, but she's offering a, a something tangible that a person can come away with and use and copy and actually complete that checklist if they want to, if they want to watch all those movies. So in 2017, the number one thing that marketers were looking for is new ways to market their content with interactive content. Checkly is the perfect example of that. You can market your, your, your brand with actual interactive content. Anybody can copy your checklist and start checking items off. And guess what? The company that, oh, wow, 10,000 people downloaded my checklist or 15 people copied my checklist and 1,000 people are, 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 have completed this task, but not that task. They've completed this task, but not that task. And that just gives you a huge advantage as far as understanding what who your customer base is. What does she gain from that? If, okay, so right now I'm looking at this checklist, the Hallmark 2018 Christmas movies list, right? And there's one that starts on October 27th, Christmas at Pem- uh, Pemberley Manor, all the way going through December 29th, a midnight kiss. It's got 4,000 views. Uh, what I don't I don't understand. How does she economically gain from this? Brand awareness. Yeah, but Why economic, economically, a- economically, how does she gain from this? Well, she wants to sell books, if I'm not mistaken, right? If you click on her link, I think the, the link goes to a book selling website, or a, a website that sells her book. So anybody that goes sees that website, which thousands and thousands of people, like you just said, have seen it, anybody clicks on the link on, on the list that goes to her website can say, oh, wow, this person has a brand new book that she's selling. And she can track that. She can see how many sales she's getting. She can see the direct um, amount of traffic coming from uh, uh, Checkly and how many contributed directly to her sales using analytics and you know basic goal setups in Google Analytics. Got it. Got it. Interesting. I mean, look, dude, what I what I see here and what you've done, which is really incredible. I love that you built this for yourself. A lot of entrepreneurs invent problems. I love that you built it for yourself. But like, secondly, you're clearly have a really interesting skill set when it comes to SEO. I mean, you're ranking for these terms not only for checklists, but also you're helping your users rank for lists that they're creating. And I totally see the value there. Uh, I'm just pushing, again, I'm a, I'm a capitalist, right? So I'm pushing the biz. I want to see you make this even more popular. I know the way you make it more popular is more resources. And resources, if you don't want to raise capital, it's it's use your customer's revenue. So I'm just trying to figure out how to get more revenue faster. I don't, I don't have a direct answer for that. And that's a great question. That's something that we're trying to learn. But I can tell you this, that what would you rather do? Would you rather spend five hours on a blog post or 20 minutes on a checklist that's going to rank probably in the first few positions of Google? Because Google now looks at schema. It's very important. They want to see structured data. And every single one of our checklists are structured. I'll give you another example. Go to Google and t- type in NFL teams by state. Our checklist comes up number one. It's it's anybody that goes to Google to search for certain key terms, a lot of our checklists are now coming up number one in the search results because we're perfect for Google. I've looked at, I understand Google's algorithm extremely well, and I've developed Checkly to 
to I don't know, take advantage of, of, of Google's algorithm. And now it's paying off. We're getting tens of thousands of people. I mean, we get 50,000 people to our site every single month now, and I've never done one piece of marketing. I've never done anything. I just uh, did SEO. Yeah, but your Alexa rank is it. like 232, right? I mean, 232,000. So, I mean, it's okay, but it's not great. Yeah, it's a brand new site though. I mean, it's it, it's we're doing way better than most checklist sites out there as far as traffic goes. We, they pay for their stuff. I don't pay for anything and I get better customers than them because I get people who, who are looking to make a checklist right then and there. Well, I don't know if they better I don't know if better customers, right? Where I would say you you have more users maybe engaging or doing something on the site. Well, think about think about like a competitor, right? They put an ad out in the productivity space and they're they're putting ads out hoping that people who just want to, you know, be more productive click on their link and go to their website and, oh, maybe they'll make a to-do list. We don't have to do that. We want we get people who type in the word checklist and want a checklist right now. So our, our, our we definitely have a lot of challenges out there, but I would consider our customer base way more targeted, way more focused. And a lot of those companies, our competitors would kill to have the, the, the type of customers that come to, potential customers that come to our site because they're direct. That's what I'm they're saying though, right? Targeted. That's the big difference is what I'm saying here is I don't think that they're customers. I think they're users of a free tool. Like listen, Todoist can spend five bucks on a, on a click when someone searches free to-do list app. Why? Because they know that they know that $5 click, it takes 10 clicks for 50 bucks and they know one of them is going to convert into a $50 a month customer. They know, and the reason they're going to convert to a customer is because they know what the activation metric is to get them to stay and not churn. Like that's why the engine works, right? So I just think you're doing different things. By the way, like I love this. Like, I, I mean, I, I think, I think it's a really interesting use case and, and I'm pushing you here just because I want to learn more from you and get in your brain a little bit. So I appreciate you playing, yeah, playing no, along. Yeah, you should make a checklist. Uh, make a checklist of top entrepreneur podcasts. You know the twenty top entrepreneur podcasts, and you know if you make a good checklist, and you know maybe in a couple of weeks your checklist will rank. That checklist will rank number one for top podcasts to listen to for entrepreneurs. And boom, if your 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 podcast is number one, you'll get a lot more viewers. Not you know I'm just giving you another example of how you would use the actual system. So that's how we differentiate from a lot of checklist apps out there. And, and, and trust me, we hear left and right that people want a free version of this checklist software that we hear it left and right. And we're exploring ways to make well, that's all they want. Very, very good. Right. That's yeah. the thing. No, they don't want to, they don't want to pay for it. <laughs> the question is how you monetize it. So you're definitely right. We have challenges as far as monetization of it, but so far it's growing a little bit. It's not too bad. We're, we're, pretty happy so far, but it obviously could be a ton better. Uh, yeah. As far as you just channel. strike me with, with what you've shown me and the examples you gave me, the NFL thing, the, the Hallmark stuff, like you strike me as someone that should be building like SEM rush or Ahrefs, right? I already Which, did that. I already did that. I built my site auditor and we were in 20 languages around the world and I sold that company for millions. And now it's, 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 it, I've been called back to that company to help consult again. Why'd you sell it though? If that was so passionate for you and these checklists and the ranking you talk so highly about, I mean, I can feel your energy as you talk about these rankings. Why sell that thing that you're so passionate about? Because I'm a crazy entrepreneur that can't sit still. I want to do different things. And I, if I'm not creating, I'm not happy. I want to keep doing different, different, different stuff. So I'm still involved with my site auditor. I still run the company because they just literally just hired me back to come in and, 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 and get the, you know, right the ship, so to speak. It wasn't going in the best direction. It was losing a few members here and there, but we've recently just righted the ship. And now I'm kind of back in charge of kind of overseeing things just from a part-time standpoint. And you're not even a part-time, probably less than that. What year did you but sell that company in? 2016. 2016. Okay. Got it. Very good. June, All right. June 9th. <laughs> I mean, sorry, June 3rd, 2016. Got it. Very good. I get a tattooed on my arm. And like, no, yeah. that's good, Marvin. Let's, uh, let's, uh, sorry, I just realized we're also way over time. This has been a fascinating interview. Um, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? 
Uh, I, the checklist manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> That's not related to you. More related to me. My favorite business book. Hmm, let's see. Um, what would be my favorite? I'd, I'd still my favorite book of all time is the Checklist Manifesto. It's a okay. case study of a case study of businesses left and right that how they use checklists. That's the top thing that comes to my head. All right, that's that. cool. Number two, uh, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I like four hour work week too. I'm a big productivity person, but like, yeah. Number two, is there a CEO? And I have Rand Fishkin's founder, which I'm halfway through as well. Sorry. No, it's okay. Is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yeah, I like Rand Fishkin a lot. Number uh, three, what's your favorite besides your own? What's your favorite online tool for building your business? Oh man! So you ask me these trick questions. Checkly is my favorite online tool for building my business. Well, because it's easy. Everyone would say their own company. The goal here is to educate the audience on tools they could use to build their business. So name something that's not your own tool. Name something that's not my own tool. Let's see. Um, actually, here's a crazy one. Facebook groups are a huge source of information. Insane source, especially the closed ones. Number four. How many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Um. Well, the night before I got four, last night I got seven. So let's average that out to five, six, right. six, five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. Number, uh, and what's your situation, Marvin? Married, single kiddos? Married. And if you can see behind me, there's a mini Australian shepherd. That's my kid. <laughs> All right. And how old are you? I'm 41. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Um, that, how bad do you want it is the key to everything you want in life. A lot of people want things, but how bad you want them is the key. Guys, how bad do you want it? Sold his first company for a couple million back in 2016, now focused on uh, Checkly. Uh, again, helping make a uh, checklist and the ability to build a checklist for free with no sign up, super easy, working and trying to figure out a paid model. Launched this one in 2016, two people, himself and an engineer full time. They've got about 200 customers paying six bucks a month for sort of 1200 bucks a month right now, but they have 80 to 90,000 total users that have signed up for the platform to give it a go. So Marvin, thanks so much, man, for taking us to the top. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me.